0: Something that a lot of people are buzzing about, reducing carbon emissions. It's good for everyone. But how do we reduce emissions while also meeting our world's increasing energy needs? Using propane is an excellent way to reduce emissions while meeting energy needs today. Propane is a clean, non-toxic energy source that helps reduce carbon emissions right now. In fact, propane's carbon intensity score in Minnesota is only 80. Grid electricity in Minnesota, including wind and solar, has a much higher carbon intensity score of 136. Who knew that using propane was that much cleaner than electricity? Plus, the abundance of propane and growth of renewable propane means it can be used for generations to come. Millions of Americans rely on propane to heat their homes and businesses, fuel vehicles on road and off, and much more. Making propane the right energy right now. Find out more about what propane can do for you and the environment by going to propane.com.
1: This is Preps Today with John Millay, and we do have good news. John is feeling better after his bout with COVID. Uh, we're also going to get into his usual Fine array of stories from around the state. This is our prep show and activity show at TalkNorth.com. We appreciate you listening. We recommend subscribing to your favorite podcast app. It's free, it's easy. All right,
2: John, tell me how you're feeling. Yeah, Jim, thanks. Good to hear your voice. Um, I'm better. I tested negative for COVID in the final hours of day 10 of my 10 day quarantine earlier this week. So um, I'm still kind of, I still got a cough, which is no big deal. And I'm still a little. I don't think I've got as much brain fog. Maybe that's just permanent. Maybe I've had that my whole life, but I'm a little, a little tired, but I've been, I've actually got on my treadmill a couple of times now this week. So I can, I, there's no way I could have done that a week ago. Um, But yeah, it's good. Um, It's no fun having COVID. Certainly I didn't have it as bad as, as tons of people, but uh, still very grateful for vaccines and boosters and, And the medication I was able to get. And, uh, yeah, now I'm, I'm in good shape for the summer now. We'll see what, we'll see what the summer holds. But, uh, I wish I had some state tournaments to go to, but I guess I'm going to have to wait till fall. That's okay. You'll catch up. Uh, you deserve a little rest
1: here. I know how hard you work during the the uh, normal school year. So I'm, I'm really happy you're feeling better. Uh, reminder, our producer is Brian Burdett. Our sponsor is Pizza Barn. Also, we highly recommend using propane, the environmentally friendly fuel for grilling and everything else. Uh, Once again, you can find all of our shows at talknorth.com, archives of all the shows at talknorth.com. We have an amazing sports lineup. We've added Dave Lee and Mike Grimm to what was already a great lineup. We have Cheryl Reeve, John Krasinski. Highly recommend John Krasinski this time of the year before and after the NBA draft. He had a great episode earlier this week. Tons of good outdoor content, and we keep growing. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. All right, let's let's get to your top ten stories, John.
2: Yeah, Jim, this is something I've been doing for a long time. Um, I'm in my 15th year with the high school league in this job. And I think pretty early on, I haven't gone back 15 years, but pretty early on at the end of each school year, I started going back through the stories I've written during the year and, and come up with a top 10, a, my personal top 10. So it's that time of year. I'm in that process now. Um it's really fun to go back and, and cause some of these stories, you know, that you you know what it's like, you get so busy. It's kind of cool to see these reminders and and you smile a little bit. Oh yeah. It was so much fun talking to that person or that coach or whatever, or, or being at that game. So I'm in that process. Um, I did go back a year ago. The number one story from the previous school year was about Wabasso high school softball coach, Tiffany Eichten, uh, she basically went into labor during the last softball game of the season. It was a it ended up being a loss in the section tournament, and gave birth in the back seat of the family car as her husband was driving to the hospital. And everything was fine. They have a beautiful baby, and but that was kind of cool talking to Tiffany and her husband and then her assistant coach who was back there <laughs> assisting that's, as the baby was born on the side of the highway uh, two years ago. The number one story was was one that I think a lot of people remember. M- not so much from what I wrote, but from a YouTube video. It was after a state football semifinal at U.S. Bank Stadium. It was, it was two guys, two seniors from Jackson County Central, Bradley Buell and, and Rudy Voss, uh, and they lost a heartbreaking game. They were undefeated, they lost to peers in the semifinals. And, and just the way these two guys talked about what being on this team meant to them, This this YouTube video really – really blew up and I ended up going down to Jackson a few days later and spending some time with everybody and writing about it. And if you want to see that, uh, go if you just go to YouTube, search for Jackson County central football, you can, you can see that video. So those were the last two number one stories. So I'm still in the early, early part of this, of this uh, process. It takes a while to go back through a, you know, a school year's worth of stories, so my initial my initial sifting has I'm down to 29 stories. So I've really got some work to do, um, and I'm I'm going to be doing that over the next couple of weeks. I got to get 29 down to 10. That's a chore. But then the biggest chore is is ranking those 10 in order. And that boy, I just. I, I, I look at these stories and I, and I, I've got a big legal pad. I've got all the stories listed and I've got scribbles and arrows and circles. And so we'll, we're at 29. We're going to get it down to 10. Some years I've had like an honorable mention list with maybe five. I don't know yet if that's how this is going to end up, uh, but we'll see. So I am I am now dive, I have dived into the, into that project. So wish me luck. I do wish you
1: luck. Uh, for me <laughs> the challenge you. is I try to I try to narrow it down to the top 10 insults I have received oh, on social media or in the comment section and I can't get it under 100.
2: <laughs> and how do you rank those? How do you rank they're them? They're it's all so hard. Class. They're all tied for first. They're all, they're all they're smart, they're 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 brainy. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. And while I was quarantining at home, I, I did watch some of these state championship events uh, online. Thanks to Minnesota Prep Spotlight, which does a great job of streaming these events. There was one one little scene that really stood out to me. It was in the two-way baseball championship game at Target Field between Fairmont and Rozo, and Brady DeMars of, of Rozo was the starting pitcher for the Rams, worked the first five and two-thirds inning, and the game was scoreless through five innings. It was a heck of a game. And then in the sixth, Fairmont got going, and they got some help. They scored seven runs, three hits, two errors, a couple of walks. And then a pitching change is made, so Brady's going to go to left field. He's going to walk from the mound out to left field. But before he did that, all his, his teammates on the field, all the infielders, one by one, shook his hand, hugged him, patted him on the back, congratulated him on a great effort, even got a fist bump from one of the umpires on his way out to left field, which was neat. And it was just a, a small little moment in a big game. But I, I thought it said a lot about those kids from Rose. They, you know, they were, they were giving up runs and Brady had given it everything he had, and now he was going to go play left field and, and all his teammates, uh, you can tell how much respect there is there and, and friendship between those kids. So that was kind of neat to see.
1: Cool stuff. Uh, we are going to talk about national honors and summer activities. First, though, let's thank Pizza Barn. Pizza Barn in Princeton.
2: Yeah, I, I look at the Pizza Barn uh, Facebook page and the Pizza Barn food truck Facebook page. Man, they are busy. They are in peak summer mode. Uh, I think the second food truck is is going to be rolling out on the highway here uh, just in a matter of days, and they are really they are really busy. They're taking bookings right now. So if you're planning for any of these great summer events, gatherings, uh, even looking ahead to fall, you can make it really easy by having the pizza bar and do the work. Um, they're, they're, they're booked for private events a lot. That's what I've seen lately on the Pizza bar and food truck schedule. That means people are getting on board and realizing how great it is to have have the food truck come. If you go to their website, pizzabarnprinceton.com, click on the contact information, uh, fill that out. Jody Stay, uh, who runs the show up there and has a great crew, she'll get right back to you. And, of course, the Pizza Barn, the physical Pizza Barn in downtown Princeton, has a great big menu. With everything you'd want for lunch, dinner, in-person, take-and-bake delivery, way beyond pizza. They've got a lot of great items there. They cater, and it's a family-owned business for almost 40 years, the Pizza Barn in Princeton. We can't thank Jody and her crew enough for being the longtime sponsor of our podcast.
1: And if you aren't in position to order from or eat at Pizza Barn in Princeton, we recommend grilling using propane all summer and even all winter. All right, let's get to the National Honors John.
2: Yeah, we've got some things going on. This is the time of year when there are conventions of various types involving high school activities. Uh, This week, not too far down in Des Moines, the National High School Athletic Coaches Association is having its annual convention. And two two Minnesotans who I know really well are in the spotlight down there. Becky Luer, who's retired now, former AD at North Branch, a longtime teacher coach, role model, official, uh, she was honored with the Kathy Holloway Women of Inspiration Award. That's a national award. That's really cool. And Cambridge I A.D. Mark Solberg, who's been on, I think he's been on our podcast. He's retiring at the end of June. He's a finalist for National Activities Director of the Year. Another great honor. I know, like I said, I know Becky and Mark well. they I don't know any finer people than Becky Lure and Mark Solberg, so congrats to both of them.
1: And now let's wrap it up with summer activities and we'll get a final thought from John as well.
2: um, It's summer. Things slow down in my world um, and in the high school league office. But, you know, it's, it's amazing. We had a, we had an all staff uh, meeting the other day, and it, planning is in full swing for the fall and beyond. This stuff just never stops. The calendar doesn't slow down, and some of the staff in our office will be in San Antonio next week for another convention, the National Association or National Federation of State High School Association. I'm passing on that one this year. I want to save the league a little bit of money. Plus, I've been to San Antonio several times back in my days when I wrote about the Timberwolves. It's a fantastic city, but I, I'd rather go in the winter than in the yes. summer. To no San doubt Antonio. about it. It will
1: be smoking.
2: <laughs> but I'll tell you what, if I were going to be there, I know one thing I would do. There, There is some downtime, and I would rent a car and I would drive, I think it's about an hour to Uvalde, Texas. I would like to go visit that little town and see what that's like and and, uh, get a taste of that. And I bet there's people in our office who will do that because um, I think, I think that would be, I think you'd want to take advantage of that if you could. So, Um, and you know, I do regular radio interviews from, from uh, stations around the state with some of my broadcast friends. I did a couple this week already. Well, in fact, I think I did more than a couple. I was on the air with our friend Steve Thompson on WCCO Radio, radio last weekend, kind of wrapping up these spring sports. And in recent days, just this week, I chatted with Zeke Furman from KDLM in Detroit Lakes and Aaron Worm from KATE and Albert Lee. It's fun to talk about high school. Activities with people like that, and with you, Jim, people who really get it and know know the value of this stuff. So I, I enjoy doing that. It's kind of it's kind of an annual tradition. The end of the year and the spring, I'll get these calls from some of my friends, and they want to wrap things up. And they ask me about uh, being sick with COVID, and I cough my way through that. Um, but yeah, it's all good. I'll be squeezing in some vacation time later this summer. I'm not sure when um, my wife and I will go to the North Shore for a couple of days to make up for. For me testing positive for code of COVID on our wedding anniversary. So we're going to, we had a reservation at Grand Superior Lodge in Two Harbors. They were nice enough to let us change the dates. At this point, we've changed the dates twice. We're still trying to figure that out. So thanks to Grand Superior Lodge for that. I'm also planning uh, later in the summer, I'm going to go down to Southwest Minnesota to Tyler. I'm going to go to a football camp run by our friend Todd Bauman, former NFL. Quarterback, yeah. former Viking, he's the biggest uh, high school star Tracy, Minnesota has ever seen, and and he's going to run a football camp. I'm hoping to get down there. I, I've talked to Todd. He's he thinks it'd be great. So hoping to do that. Um, hoping to make it to a class reunion in my little Iowa hometown. My wife's going to have a birthday in July, and then uh, at some point this summer we're gonna we're gonna head out to California, spend some time with our grandkids, and you know by mid August. Uh, we're back at it. I think August fifteenth is the first day of practice for fall sports, so it's going to go quick. Summer summer does not uh, does not move uh, slowly in Minnesota, at least in in what we do.
1: No doubt, there's always something to do, something to talk about, and things start up earlier than they ever have before. All right, let's get a final thought from John. Want to thank again, Brian Burnett, our producer. Uh, Pizza Barn in Princeton. We do recommend using propane. And one way to listen to the shows is to follow us on Twitter at TalkNorthPod. You'll see all the shows as they are released. Again, easiest way to listen, subscribe to your favorite podcast app, and, of course, you can always go to TalkNorth.com, see all the shows and all the archives. All right, John, give us a good final thought here.
2: Yeah, this is this is an important summer announcement I get. I get emails, I get Twitter questions about this. There's always one week right around the 4th of July that's called our no contact week when coaches and athletes cannot do anything together. You can't go to practice because it's amazing. You know, there are basically summer practices for every high school sport all summer long. And I don't know if that's a good thing. That certainly didn't happen when I was a high school athlete, you know, you'll have football teams going to camp, spend a week at, at whatever college in the area, and they're playing full pads football for several days. And boy, I, I didn't ever even saw pads in the summer when I played high school football years ago. But anyway, the no contact period this year is July 2nd through the 8th. That basically is the blackout, the dead period. Go to the lake, go to the golf course, take a family vacation. It's good for coaches to get a break. It's good for families to have that time. So... July 2nd through the 8th. And if people still want to send me an email or ask me on Twitter, I will give you the answer. The the no contact period is July 2nd through the 8th. So everybody can have a nice 4th of July and a little bit of a break. Excellent.
1: All right, John. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. I do hope you get some rest. Thanks again to Brianne. Hey, thanks to everyone who listens to TalkNorth.com. We're going to keep cranking out good stuff all summer. And if you'd like to advertise at this show or anywhere on the network and reach a large and growing audience, you can reach Karen Cleary at K-C-L-E-A-R-Y at TalkNorth.com.